Hello and welcome to another episode of Improperly Packaged, a show where we unbox topics related to movies, TV, games, whatever. I am Jordan, with me is Luke. How are you, Luke? I'm doing well. <laughs> yeah? Uh, we had are quite sure? a talk before this. We figured a lot out. <sighs> Man, yeah, the serious things that go on before I press the record button, you'll just never know. You'll Seriously, never know. They're good left unrecorded. Yeah, probably. <laughs> No, absolutely. Yeah, Luke, how was your how was your week? <laughs> uh, it's been good. Working on my bathroom. I've I've got a lot done now. I've put in a new window. I've capped my so I'm turning the shower into a, a closet cuz they had for some reason they had a shower on the same wall as tub shower on the other side and it's like I mean, I get that it would be nice I guess for a rental maybe to have like two showers but how many people want to shower at the same time? Like, unless you're married, I just don't, I don't really, I don't get it. I don't feel like, like siblings are going to want to shower in the same room. It's just, it's just kind of weird. So anyways. Look, I don't know if this is too far. Probably. I don't know. Like, I I like showering alone. I'll (laughs) just say that. I'll just say that showering alone, unless there was like a giant, like waterfall shower where it's just like water everywhere. I'll be fine, but it's like someone's not getting the water, right? Someone's yeah. like waiting, you know, being like. But I'm saying there's two of them. So even if oh. you were showering with someone, like in this case, you wouldn't, they'd be in the same room. So you guys could like talk shop or something, but like it doesn't make any sense. So which way are the, what's way are they facing? The, the so showers? There's like, there used to be. So as you open the door, uh, you've been up there, but you may not remember. As you open the door, behind the door was like this small, like, square basically shower and then as you walked into the bathroom then on the other side of that wall was a tub shower combo you know like okay. most houses have but it was just like they added this second shower but they didn't have any closets in there so it's like to me it's like the perfect place to put a closet there's just there's no reason to have a shower there you know i was thinking like it would either be like the the, the faucets would be like right here and they'd be like the person the people would yeah. have to be back to back yeah you know? Yeah, and I've seen those, and that makes more sense to me than this. Like, yeah, it's nice to have an extra shower, but like I said, it's just weird. Most people are not going to want to shower at the same time as someone else. And, no. And if you do, you're going to want to be in the same shower, not in two separate showers. So, Have you ever used the ones that comes <laughs> that go straight down? Like the whoosh, straight I think down? Joe, Joe had one. Joe had I, one? I think I used it at his house. And probably the hotel. But Do you still we, have we one? a think? nice one in Mexico. We don't have one, no. No, does Joe have one still? Yeah, I think so. I'll have to give he, him a call. He redid his... I think he like took part of the closet out and like expanded the shower so he'd have a big one. Because he's got, I think, another head on the other side. So there's like there's double, like like you were kind of saying. I'll have to go over there and check that out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here to use your shower. Excuse yeah. Me. But I, I've been getting a lot done on there. There was like some plumbing things and... I kind of have fun with it, kind of figuring out new stuff. feel like I'm learning things as I do it. And we have these old copper drain pipes, which are not the best, but it's better than cast iron. <laughs> That's one thing I've figured out. Like the cast iron that they used to use is just like disintegrating beneath these houses. So they're <laughs> having to do a repipe on the entire house, and it's just very expensive. And I had cast iron, um, I'm blanking on the Skillet. word, but it's like the thing you attach. <laughs> drain to it's the flange 
And uh, so I thought maybe I had pipes because they were rusting because that's what cast iron does. And I, I figured out tonight and, and yesterday night that it's just the flange. So I'm able to cut it off, replace hey. it, and just move on, not have to hire a plumber. We had a leak, but it turned out it was like this pinhole little leak in one of the pipes. And that, that I actually did weeks ago, but I had to get up there, cut it out, and I replaced it. And I don't have to hire a plumber. I was I was counting on a bunch of extra expense for that, so that's a huge blessing. So don't you love it? There's just a lot kind of going on. <clears throat> yeah, there's a lot progressing, and it's exciting. I'm ready to, you know, get it all done. Or we bought our flooring tonight, and I need to do the walls. Alachua County's calling me again about hey, there's a hurricane coming. I realize tornado that. outside. Thank you, people. Have you been getting these calls? Yeah, like all day. I mean, I got one earlier saying how there was like a mandatory evacuation if you're like live in a mobile home or yeah. something. Um, live I don't in know. a tent. Don't do that. Yeah, if you live in a tent, you should probably not do that right now. <laughs> You're doing. Stop living in a tent. <laughs> right. Yeah, this anyway. is this is not only is this not our first rodeo. I think this is like the third or fourth time that we've recorded being like it's coming. You know what I mean? It's like almost like our yeah annual we just had a band to come through as well so just rained and i'm I looking were, at it's like right band now. what who's on that. tour now it's like the very first band of the like twisty bands coming off the yeah. hurricane there's a hurricane coming i don't know if everyone understood that but there's a hurricane we live in central north central florida so adalia i guess yeah. that's how you say it i've heard a lot of people pronounce it differently all day the thing is like about Gainesville, though, most hurricanes are allergic to Gainesville, so they tend to swerve away from us. Yeah. So. And this one's kind of been that way. It yeah. Looks like it's heading up towards Tallahassee, basically at this point. Mm-hmm. We were like, we started off in like this. It always happens the same too. We start off with like, it's coming straight oh, for us. Go. Yep. Yeah. I feel bad almost for everyone. It's like the other, for everyone else, like Tallahassee, for instance, they always have to be like, oh, it's going to hit Gainesville, <laughs> and then it swerves into them. And so it's like I, I kind of feel bad for them because they, we at least, you know, are like, okay, maybe we should prepare. But I always feel like I'm getting a false sense of security. And one day, one's just going to jump yeah. on me. Well, I was actually getting a little concerned. Like what, I woke up this morning and looked at the track again. I'm like, that is still looking pretty close. Mm-hmm. And you know how it is. Owning your own home, there's always some nervousness because you are responsible. Yep. Like, obviously, you have insurance, but insurance is very dicey around Florida these days mm-hmm. with all the storms and insurance companies pulling out. So definitely makes me nervous. But, uh, yeah, I'm less nervous now. I still think we're going to get, you know, we're going to get some wind and rain, but I, I really I don't think we're going to get the strong stuff. If I was an Appalachicola right now, I'd be heading for the Georgia border. <laughs> yeah. It is looking like it is going straight. There's like the Apalachicola and then the Apalachicola forest, and then you hit Tallahassee. And yeah, I'd be I'd be nervous if I was in that area. It's a big storm. It's probably going to be a three. Yeah. Could even hit a four. Still got a lot of warm water to go in the next eight hours. Yep. It's a big one. It's a big one. And so, yep. yeah, hope everyone so stays safe. We're going to keep there. talking about hurricanes the rest of the night. I hope that's what you guys came here for. Cane cast. <laughs> yeah. No, there's really not much else to say. We'll be fine. Yeah, I mean. Now let's go, talk about things that matter even less. Entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> hey, entertainment will be around far after 
hurricane whatever I dissipates so. into the Atlantic. I sure <laughs> hope so. <laughs> oh, shoot, it's heading towards Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. There's a lot more entertainment than Hollywood out there. Um, yeah. <clears throat> anywho, uh, so shall we talk about what we're watching slash playing slash listening to? Let's try. Let's try. What you um, been listening to, Jordan? This week, um, the thing I want to talk about is uh, Switchfoot. Switchfoot, um, they've been uh, hyping yep. up. I guess it's the anniversary of the beautiful letdown. What? Is it yep. Twenty years. What I listened it? to this too. Yeah, and there's a. They have the your version, which is very good. Just a, them re-recorded version of the beautiful letdown, and uh, and they're also like doing a bunch of collaborations where a lot, a lot of people are covering a lot of their songs, um, and it's really cool. J Bros. Yeah, Jonas Brothers uh, doing. Um, Doing the the titular song, the beautiful letdown, and uh, John Bellion with uh, "Meant for Live." It's really good stuff, and so I think you know, uh, Switchfoot's been consistently good, good, but I think the beautiful letdown is probably their, you know, the one that everyone knows, and I think it is probably one of their best albums, and so worth celebrating. Cool to see all these people come together. Surprised to see the Jonas Brothers hop in there, but yeah, it's a really good. Really good versions of those songs too. Oh, they have a whole Christmas album last year. Who? I gotta mark that. Switchfoot. Switchfoot. Oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know about that. This is our Christmas album. That's what it's called. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> Need to breathe. It's featured on it. Nice. Cool. I have to listen to that come Christmas time. Yeah, boy. What have you been listening to, Luke? Honestly, it's kind of what what I was telling you about. I've been listening to Dashboard like quite a bit, and uh, yeah, I know we we talked about it last week. But uh, places you've come to fear the most was the one I was kind of heading back through, and I found myself like singing these songs to myself. They were just got stuck in my head. This is a two thousand one album that just like several of those albums do did. They just hit at a time when. You know, we were young and we had relationships here and there, and we just were emotional teenagers. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> oh yeah! And Chris Caraba just uh, kind of wrote songs that felt like they were for us, and uh, I appreciate him for that. And uh, it's fun to go back and listen to some of these artists that really, uh, I don't know, gave us music to dance to and sing to and drive home to. <laughs> through oh, those yeah. years when we were just learning to drive and hanging out and being kids and having fun. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, super special. Not really much else to say. It's just okay. it's fun. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> what you been watching, playing, doing? All right, a um, few things. <clears throat> I'll start off with... Uh, with, with uh, yeah, I'll start off with probably one of the bigger ones. So... Um, I talked about this anime that I watched um, last week called uh, I Want to Eat Your Pancreas. That uh, title is alarming. Go back and listen to that episode or whatever. I was um, highly alarmed. Highly alarming. Just upsetting. But um, So <laughs> I, I got a lot of recommendations online to watch a show called uh, Your Lie in April. I don't know what's wrong with me. Why did I do this? Why did I do this, Luke? Why did I watch this show? All right, so... The the show is 
very emotional. It's very sad. It's in a different vein of of the uh, other movie I watched. Oh shoot, spilled my water. It's in like a different type of emotional. I would say it's they're doing different things. But um, all that being said, it's really excellent. It's great. I'm glad I watched it. But geez, man, why did I watch it in such close succession to that other thing? <laughs> geez, Louise, just briefly, what it's about? It's about middle schoolers the weird thing about it is like it's an anime and i don't know what's what it called, called again your lie in april unlike i want to eat your pancreas which i bought by the way i i you know saw it through other means before and i complained about how there's no way to watch it i i bought it in the only way i could they're the, the one website that sells it streaming on hulu no your li- you lie in april <laughs> no your lie in april is 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 a uh, readily available so you can watch that on Crunchyroll. You can watch it on about Hulu. the other one. It's like oh, yeah, no. now it's on Netflix everywhere. That'd be funny. <laughs> that yeah. would be funny. But uh, you're lying, Thank April. You, Jordan. Now we can afford to stream it. Thanks yeah. to your donation. <laughs> you're welcome. I'm the one who sent it over the edge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, uh, so I have actually. I'm in the process. I forced Manisha. Uh, our friend to watch this because I was like, hey, uh, one, I don't want to be the only one who's freaking seen this, and, and two, you know how you have to like share. In the in the sorrow with someone else, and two, it's good. It's really good. I think she'll she'll like it. She started it, so um, yeah. I hope she really enjoys it. But it's about these middle schoolers. The weird thing about it is like I don't know if this is just an anime thing or a cultural thing, but they talk like adults. It's like the weirdest thing in the world. Like obviously the people who are voicing them are adults and they try to like sound younger, but even the way they're written, they're like. This is indistinguishable from like how an adult would speak. So I don't know if that's a problem or whatever, or it's just these characters and what they're going through that makes it like them more mature than any middle any middle schooler should be. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, I'm being really vague about the show. I can't really talk about why it's sad in the same way I can about that last thing because everything about why. I want to eat your pancreas is sad is revealed in the very beginning of the movie. This show kind of slowly um, evolves over time. And by the end of it, yeah, I'm like, (laughs) Um, but generally it's about this uh, prodigy of this pianist who's this middle school pianist who's just amazing. But like something happened when he was a kid, his mom died and, and under the circumstances of how it happened, it traumatized him and he, lost his ability to play basically he lost his ability to hear notes and he meets this girl who's this violinist who's a free spirit she plays in ways that's out of the box and she inspires him to be himself again and to pick up music again and their relationship forms emotions happen blah 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 it's a really good show yeah, um, I need therapy, I guess. I don't, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I don't know why I watch these. No, um, no, I'm at this point. I'm like, okay, no, I'm looking it up now. I'm like, is this gonna be sad? Like, I'm looking it up before I start another one of these because I didn't know it was gonna be this sad. I didn't know I was getting into this. But either way, though, I, I do. All that being said, if you're okay with things that are sad, it's really good. Like artistically, it's spawn spot on. Like. The movie I was referencing before, while it is about characters and, but it, it it's it's about story and themes and all that stuff. This one's a lot more character focused, um, 
it does a lot with characters and relationships and it does it in really artful and cool ways. There's a lot of music, obviously, there's a lot of classical music in it, but they use these musical performances to to have like character moments and tell you something about the characters and the characters change during these musical performances, especially like the main character who's struggling to like get there because of how he's lost his uh, ability to play and he's trying to get it back. But this one's again, this one's easily accessible. If you have Crunchyroll, you can watch it there. If you have uh, Hulu, you can watch it there. I watched it dubbed. The English dub's really good. Um, I think like English dubs now these days are, are great. Uh, they sound there's, again, I have no problem with dub, so I, I don't know why I'm even defending it because I don't feel like they're, they need to be defended because it's, again, nobody's there. So it's like it's being recorded in a sound booth regardless. So I don't know. Right. Um, but yeah, enough of that. Um, Manisha, if you ever listen to this, I'm interested. I'm curious to see what you think at the end of this. She's kind of almost live live texting me as she's like watching it and sharing her thoughts on it. Um, next up, so, um, Red Dead Redemption got re-released onto, uh, PlayStation platforms and, uh, onto Nintendo. It's an interesting kind of situation, right? It's ridiculous. So it's pretty much just the game, right? And it's like, here it is. It's 50 bucks. Um, yeah, all that, we didn't do anything. We didn't do anything. We up-resed it. We up it to what the modern, modern consoles can do. Um, and that's pretty much it. That being said, I got it on Switch because um, that what I did last time I uh, with the GTA trilogy, I was like, I'm getting it on Switch. Uh, that's a no brainer. Day one buy pre-order. Holy crap. Do I regret that? This one, I waited it out. I was like, look, if this game is Red Dead Redemption running and looking good on Switch. Absolutely. Because, you know, just having that portably is awesome. And so um, once I found out that it was indeed a good port and it looks good on the like as good as the switch could possibly do, I'm like, yep. And so I'm not disappointed. Um, It's a great game kind of regardless of whether or not you play it on a PS3, Xbox 360 or the modern Xbox consoles, which the the funny thing is, is like they didn't need to re-release anything for the Xbox because the backwards compatibility version on the new consoles does pretty much the same thing. It up upscales it to 4K. It looks good as crap. And so, yeah, I've been playing through that, just kind of slowly mosing my way. I, I never beat it. Like, I remember back in the day, I got pretty close to beating, beating it, but I never did. So, I need to get through it. Um, lastly, something I watched, uh, you know, I watched it on my birthday, and I was like, all right, this is going to be my birthday movie. I sat down with Amber, and we watched... One of my favorite 80s movies, Highlander. Oh, yeah. I love Highlander. Look, Highlander is not what you would call a technically good movie. I don't care. I really don't care. It's it's just one of those things where I think there's a few things that like make it iconic. It's like the score, obviously, with Queen and everything, and even the orchestral score, synth score, whatever it is, is really good. Just the concept alone is just so cool. Um, I saw an article today because I've been wondering about this. It made me think. I was like, are they still doing that reboot with Henry Cavill? They are. They're still working on it. And that's awesome. (laughs) That is cool. Yeah. What a great premise this is. I think like they built out the lore in such a fun way. There's a lot of vague stuff about Highlander that if you watch it, you're like, okay, so what does that mean? So like, you know, when they... 
when they actually defeat another immortal, you know, and they chop the head off and then they they take in the power of that other immortal. What does that even mean? Yeah. Like in, in everything I watch, I'm mm-hmm. like, what did, what, did, what did that do? I mean, what did that really do? Like, okay, did it give you like some of their battle strategy or some portion of their strength? I don't know. And then there's the gathering that. That like the movie's supposed to end being like he did it he 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 did it he defeated the Kurgan he's the he he did it he's the one but <laughs> then there were sequels and they're like what 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 happened again it, it was it's just uh, I I'm looking forward to them building out this world in hindsight to be like this is what that could have been we're gonna make it really good because I feel like it has the potential to be like legitimately really good. Henry Cavill sounds like a great casting choice. Yeah. I don't know if they're like, I don't know what they're doing as far as like story. If they're gonna be, if he's gonna be Connor McCloud, or if they're gonna like make him a new character or something like that. Right. I don't know. But either way, I'm super excited about that. I think they could really play out this story in a way that makes sense because obviously they didn't plan for a Highlander sequel when they made that thing. And so if they could like work their their way up to the Gathering, because I know they want to do a franchise, dude. I'm all for it. That's what I got. That's awesome. I hope that. Do you you have any idea where they are in the process of making that? I have no I mean, idea. I guess everything's on hold at this I, point. But I think the director gave like an update just like a few days ago or whatever, basically saying, "Yeah, it's still in development." But development—that's tough, you know. People can say something's in Is development. It even happening for so right long. now, you know. I mean, I can't imagine what's happening right now. I mean, I'd imagine they're able to get their ducks in a row to, like, find producers and select a script, even though there's not going to be any rewrites at this point. Um, They can't do any casting um, other than, I guess, Henry Cavill's probably already attached. So, I mean, I guess they can do what they can do as far as that stuff. I don't know if, like, costumes, like... Uh, pre effects. I don't. I don't know what they can do, but uh, I don't know. I don't know where they're at. <laughs> but it's still happening, apparently. So we'll see. I'm the kind of person. I'm like, I'll believe it when I see a trailer or some sort of media. Is generally how I like. I didn't believe Venom was coming out until I saw a freaking trailer. So, and here we are, waiting for the third one. Um. So I done a. A couple things, but nothing uh, really that crazy. Um, watching Only Murders in the Building, loving it. Um, just, just a lot of fun. I don't know. Don't have a lot to say about that. Have I mentioned that I watched the movie or the show Stars on Mars? We've been watching that no, for a little while. I haven't think I've um, mentioned that yet. Yeah, I mean, I can't give a glowing review to this. It's fine. It's one of those reality shows that's. It's just fine, you know. You, you kind of like some of the people and like to just see them in a situation that's not normal to them. Like Marshawn Lynch, I've always liked him. He's funny. Uh, he's just a funny guy. Lance Armstrong's in this. Paul Pierce, who's an NBA basketball player, is in this. Um, Ronda Rousey. So basically, they just take a bunch of celebrities and put them on a Mars simulation, and they have this routine each episode where they they pick a leader for the for their the habitat they call it the hab and uh that leader then like leads up the mission each week there's some mission they have to do like Mm. 
patch holes in the side of the hab. Oh, there were asteroids that came down and, you know, simulated situations. One where they have to take the rover out and go find their, it's like a robotic dog. It's like one of those Boston Dynamics robotic dogs that's wandered off and now he's lost in some hole somewhere. So they have to like Hmm. pull him out of there with a rope or something silly. One, they have to go through like the AC vents and like try to get this. There's some intruder in there and it ends up being the robotic dog. Anyways. (laughs) It's just, it's kind of silliness. And really, the drama comes down to like, who's going to be the mission specialist, which is like the leader for the week, and who's going to be their assistant. And those people don't get voted off. So each week, the whole group has to vote who was not mission critical, and that person has to go home. There's this whole process where they go light a flare, and then there's this zooming drone camera, like, oh, now they're gone. And uh, it just keeps dwindling numbers, and they add some more people, and then I guess there's eventually going to be one person. I, I don't even know what the end game is. The weird thing is, there's no like, there's no money, there's no prize, there's no like. They don't talk about like what they're working towards. It's just the people are like, you know, at first I was like not that into this, and now I'm starting to understand. Like, I'm just I'm a competitive person, so I just want to win. I'm like, <laughs> that's just great. To do it. But why isn't there some reason, something, like for a charity or something? (laughs) I don't know, like a trophy at least, like something, bragging rights, something. Um, So, yeah, it's there's the narrator, which I'm pretty sure he just came in and did the entire thing in one sitting. It's William Shatner. So he, like, comes up on their little screen, you know, simulated. It's coming from Earth, and he's like, oh, astronauts, this is what's happening this week. He's got some silly quip each time. So that's kind of a fun thing, but yeah, there's like there's some fun people um, in there, and then there's some other people that probably wouldn't know as much, like Tanache. She's like some artist, and hmm. Portia Williams is another like I think she's like a reality TV star from you know like Real Housewives or something like that. Um, Andy Richter's on it, which is Conan's right hand man on the nighttime mm-hmm. TV show. Um, yeah, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't have a lot else to say. We've just we've watched like eight episodes or so of that. And Where's this one streaming? Hulu. Hulu. Okay. So, you know, if you if you're looking for some kind of reality TV show, it, it might be worth a go. Um, they released the 4K version of I want to say Quake. I think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I played I played some of that just for a little bit and. I realized how similar Quake was to Doom. I when I think back to my childhood, I think of like, oh yeah, I played Quake. That was that was the cool thing back. That was the evolution of what Doom started. And uh, I go back to it. I'm like, this is definitely different than Quake because Quake, you have a single point and you just move that point around to shoot. Yeah. And this one is like like an actual like first person shooter, like modern version where you're actually moving around your cursor and firing on the screen. Um, and you know it bring it brought back some memories, but definitely not something I'm gonna like continue to play and, and it's your main or anything. Now. <laughs> but it's just it's just fun to to go back and hit some of these things, especially when they get 4K, which is it's just fun to cool. see those old nostalgic things actually looking reasonable. Because if you go back and play them in 240p or 180, whatever mm-hmm. ridiculously low resolution they are, they're almost unplayable to be honest. But yeah, 4K. It's you know, it's still it's pixelated, you know, 96 graphics, but eh, it makes it more playable. Yeah. Um, id Id Software is just it's a fun studio. They make games that you just 
you really don't have to take seriously at all and the story doesn't really matter and it's just about slaying <laughs> rip and just, tear it kind of it just makes me laugh anytime i play him it's there's there's just no real rhyme or reason to whatever you're doing whether it's doom or quake it's just about right. let's not die and, and shoot as many shots as possible so yeah, sometimes yeah, I would laugh it, at the the attempts of at a story in the in the, in the recent Doom games. You know, it's not like terrible. It's just like because I like I know this does not matter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I didn't talk about the fact that a Modern Warfare three got announced in Warzone um, just like a week ago or two weeks ago, something like that. So they did this. Um, so in Warzone, they had the special playlist where you go in and there's these, I can't even remember. It's like launchers or something, missile launchers. That So it's one of the few times they've done like cooperative Warzone where everyone in the map, there's like 100 people or whatever. They're all working together and they all capture these missile launchers and you launch them and they all blow up this one point and then you go down in there and you capture this like, I don't know, it's like cylinders of some kind of something they don't even explain it like some kind of nuclear waste or something and then you load them up on helicopters you fly off and then they play the trailer for the new game and nice yeah it was a fun way to introduce the game um but you know what um, that that mission is really kind of insignificant compared to the fact that you know the new game's coming out which one thing i thought that was kind of weird is i saw the trailer the trailer was online the trailer was everywhere before the event even happened which was it goes kind of annoying it may be have been a leak or something it's just mm-hmm. it was kind of disappointing it would have been fun for it to be this big thing where i get to play it and then it gets revealed it would have just been a lot more fun but i think it was on like instagram ign posted or something which it's like come on guys can we not have anything be a right. surprise anymore does everything have to be like pre-announced before any before the actual event always kind of annoys me like seeing the trailers that show the entire movie before it it's kind of like that it's like and was that one movie that, I like the mystery that? a little bit oh dude that one recent one dune 2 yeah. oh, it's yeah. coming out next year so we have even more time they might though. as well have put in the trailer in the third act this right. is what's gonna happen it's like, exactly okay guys seriously so yeah there was a lot of stuff that came out it seems like activision i guess is partnering with influencers and stuff i I see it on tiktok i I follow a lot of guys that just like give tips and stuff on warzone i don't really follow them i get i get shown it on the for you on tiktok because that's how everything happens on tiktok it gets forced into your face who really follows anything you know it's just like it just (laughs) serves it up to you like we know you're gonna like this so eat this (laughs) here it is Um, so one kind of cool thing that's coming back, zombies is coming back. There was kind of this big mm. thing last time there was a uh, Black Ops because that's the main place that uh, zombies kind of started. I mean, it started with uh, the world at war, but but Z- Black Ops is kind of the place where it really got fleshed out. Um, so anyways, the last time there was a Black Ops was kind of the last time there's been zombies, which has been quite a while now. And so they had kind of they had they released this whole thing with some of the voices of zombies Oh, yeah, you know, it's been great, you know, providing 12 years, 15 years, whatever it was of zombies for you guys. Um, But I guess this is the end of the road. And I always I always see these things and there's a part of me that's like, really? Especially something like this, looking back on it's like there's no way they were going to get rid of one of the biggest cash cows of Call of Duty. I mean, maybe they switched actors, you know, maybe those people retired from doing voices on the zombies game. But. 
it was one of the killer features. It's like one of the few reasons to buy the actual game versus just play the free-to-play Warzone, which I think most people do at this point. Right. And so I think this gives, other than the campaign, this gives people some reason because there is actually a whole story in Zombies. And if you can play far enough along and open enough secrets, there's actually like a whole lore to Zombies. And anyways, that all being said, there's going to be a big Zombies map. It's going to be a new, hmm. different version of Zombies, which is it's interesting. We'll see if it works or not. But uh, it's interesting, obviously, that... They're changing up the formula, which is, which is all I've really asked them to do. You know, I, I know that it's hard to have an annualized franchise and keep coming back and creating war games that aren't the same shooty shooty boom boom. Shooty shooty and boom so, boom. And so, you know, I I get it that it's 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 not easy to mix it up. And and for me, the modern warfare thing has always been my favorite thing. So I've loved what they've been into. But I'm sure there's other people who are like another modern warfare and, and i get that and so i think sh- throwing in zombies throwing in a new whole map for warzone you know it gives players something something different um so yeah that was announced and uh, i'm excited mm-hmm. the, tra- the trailer for the uh for the campaign looks really fun as well i had a lot of fun with the last one and i i look forward to this one it's the first time there's it's a direct sequel of the previous game which i didn't realize there'd never been a direct sequel really i thought I thought the Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare Two and Three were direct sequels, but I guess there was some time in between the games. Whereas this one is like directly it's after, like like time wise, not not much mm-hmm. time has passed since between the games. Like the events of that game are happening like right after, I guess. Which I believe this is all still a prequel of the old two thousand four, whatever it was, Modern Warfare. Um, Weird, huh. I, because it goes up to Makarov, which, from what I remember, Makarov is the main baddie in modern warfare 2004 which i hope i'm getting that year right i think i am might have been 2005 but somewhere in there sounds Uh, good (laughs) so yeah um the beta will be it looks like october 12th so month and a half away and then uh see when is the game coming out doesn't say right here it's usually early November. Uh, hmm. Doesn't say. Hmm. It just says the beta information, so I guess they haven't announced when the game will come out. That's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it says Call of Duty next showcase will take place in October. And the beta will happen early October. Okay. I don't know. That's interesting. Usually like November 4th or something is usually the game. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited to get back into zombies. That's probably the biggest thing that I'm, I'm looking forward to. Um, maybe we can get you in there, Jordan, play some zombies with us. That sounds like fun. I, I've always been, uh, I think the zombie mode has always been appealing to me just because it's like, you know, mobs are like hordes and stuff like that are a little bit more, um, fun to me than you know all these players who are like i've been playing for seven thousand hours yep. and i'm just like hey yep. guys thunk 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 yep. yep oh yeah i mean uh, even when i'm playing i'm like yeah i can see anybody getting on here it would be you know the one thing they do that i will say they do with multiplayer is there's a huge difference when i'm playing by myself than with, uh, when i'm playing with other people so they definitely do gear 
like the KDA and stuff, I guess they use it as a metric to to place you with players that are more your skill mm. level. Okay. They didn't do they didn't used to do that as much, but they really do it now because when I get on with CJ and Jason, there's a huge difference between when I'm by myself. I'm like, yeah, these guys are a lot better. <laughs> so that helps a little bit. Okay. It's November 10th too. I found the release date. So. That's not too far from the announcement. That's it's crazy. I know they do these games annually, but this is pretty in short succession from yeah, the last like one, right? Yeah, yeah. As far um, as far as more modern warfare is concerned, you know, because I feel like it was a long time between the first one and the second one, and now it's like boom. Yeah, so what it was was they had a large expansion planned for Modern Warfare 2, and they were going to skip a year from coming out with a full game. And then I guess Treyarch worked with... I can't remember the other studio, um, but the other studio helped them like flesh out more and, and create a whole campaign instead of just having it be like a large expansion for the for the campaign. And so they said, hey, we'll just bring out another game. We'll just make this the third one. That's good. I, I I really look forward to the campaign. So, you know, the campaign is obviously something that you play or probably a lot of people don't play, but I play right at the beginning and then it's it's just done. Sometimes I'll go back. I, I just went back the other day and, and I wanted to finish one of them on like the top difficulty. They had this cool thing, too, that they added where if you go back to the campaign missions and you finish them on. I think it's realistic is the hardest difficulty. You unlock something in multiplayer in Warzone, which is which well, that's is great. Gives you an incentive, yeah, to go back. Um, and the other thing I, I told you this before when Modern Warfare Two came out, but I'll remind people that they do is they release the campaign early. I think mm-hmm. it's like a week before all the multiplayer and the new Warzone comes out, and that gives you a nice week to sit down with that and not be distracted by multiplayer and finish the campaign. And I I found that awesome because yeah. I you know I can wait on multiplayer, um, especially when there there is Modern Warfare Two multiplayer. You know, so there's plenty of multiplayer to play, um, and you know obviously I look forward to that. But I love to have that time to sit down and finish it, and yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, it's really it's cool. fun. It was a good it was a good it was a good campaign. I I I love soap. I love I love those cast of characters that they've created in there and. I'm going to find it interesting how they transition into the old games or what they do with that. And And what they do after, yeah. They then skip over it, um, kind of like Star Wars almost, and then like continue it (laughs) after, you know, the original three. Actually, if you think about it, it's a lot like Star Wars. (laughs) (laughs) Because there was the three, and then they went back, just like Star Wars did, and did three. And now if they go forward and do another three, it's going to be just like Star Wars. Yeah, the first one when Soap was immaculately conceived... Yep. Yeah, by the force. <laughs> Immaculado. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Anything else? No. Well, we have a lot to talk about this week. <laughs> a lot of stuff going on. You know, uh, that guy ran up on stage during Gamescom and talked about Bill Clinton more. And Grand Theft Auto, right? Yeah, he said Bill Clinton wants to play Grand Theft Auto 6. What? Yeah. Like, what? I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. It was it was, it was was more awkward, though, because, like, you know, it, it wasn't as, you know, I'm not going to give props yeah, to the other Keely guy. Yeah, was talking the whole time. Yeah, he I'm was like, talking. It was weird. What's it going on? I don't like this. 
Right. The troll from uh, the Game Awards must have been like vindicated. Like, man, I, I did it so much better. I mean, I'm not saying either are good, but I'm just saying one is better than the other. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. Um, just stop doing this. It's yeah. so stupid. And, and it how just ruins slow the entire show for everyone. Was security. Security was like... <laughs> Mosey now hold a, on there, son. What you doing up he there? He doing what I think you he's doing. To get down. <laughs> oh, sorry, Mister Keeley. Uh, hold on, let me get up these stairs here <gasps> now. Where'd I put those zip ties? Here, boy, put your hands in here. <laughs> Slipping into that Savannah accent. Sorry. Yeah, but it was it was not a great situation. I, I heard another podcast talking about it, and it was just like. It's just not fair to everyone there. It's not fair to these presenters. It's not fair to these developers to have people doing this and security that can't stop this. I just, I I don't understand it. It seems like we've seen plenty of bad things happen at events. And I don't know. It's almost like if something bad doesn't happen for a while, there's like a lax attitude that kind of creeps in. Right. And it's just... I, my my worst fear is that someone would get hurt. Someone would get stabbed. Someone would get right. shot. Someone would get punched or knocked out or something awful. And it's just no, none of these people should come to an event like this that's supposed to be fun and something we look forward to as gamers all year long to be able to see these presentations and have to worry about something like that. It just shouldn't even be in our, the back of our minds. And unfortunately, we live in an awful world where people like that do stuff like this luckily there was no violence but it could easily be the next person that says oh i can get away with it who does commit violence yeah there's literally no one on stage to stop me yeah it's one of those uh this is why we can't have nice things moments you know but anyways he's gonna be talking to us from behind bars in the next time i guess so geez there's like a big gate with barbed wire all over it yeah so this is our text communication from earlier, earlier today. Yep. I said, Luke, you know, knowing me, knowing that there isn't really any big news going on really in the world of movies, TV and games, I think for multiple reasons, I was like, Luke, do you have any topics, any good idea for, for topics today? And you said best hurricanes in movies with a laughy cryy face. Hmm. <laughs> And I meant it, Jordan. I meant it from the, de- the de- depths of my heart. What are some good hurricane movies, Luke? <laughs> what was that one? Was it Heist? It was that Heist hurricane movie. That's always the one what? I think about. When I think there of... was a Heist hurricane movie? Oh, yeah. We'll use the hurricane as cover. Is that like, like, what was the... It was like, I'm trying to find it. It was like a heist storm or something. And like the money goes up into the hurricane. We saw the trailer. <gasps> no, stop it. Is that, are you serious? Hold on. I'm gonna look. I, have to, I have to know. I've got to use. I've got to use Google. Heist. Hurricane heist. Are That's you freaking kidding me? Hurricane it's heist. It's literally called. Oh my. 2018. Yep. I was yep. thinking it was going to be some freaking 2002 movie. And it's I got don't... Maggie Grace in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shannon. Yep. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, there's like 
you can see in the like pictures of it. It's like all the money's like flying away. They're driving these semis trying to get away from this. I love how they show the hurricane. It's just a giant tornado. It's like, guys, do you not know the difference between a tornado and a hurricane? Right. Right. That picture does not represent it should be tornado heist, but what I'm seeing outside the window. It's not right two now. H words. <laughs> right. Um, so we can watch this movie right now on Stars if you have a subscription to Stars. So. So yeah. I'll let you know, I guess, that it's out there. This movie is sitting at a 5.1%. I'm sorry, 5.1 out of 10 on IMDb and a 47% on Rotten Tomato, which isn't, isn't as bad as I thought. Is it, What's that other movie? Crawl. Crawl is the other one. Oh, is that when the, the hurricane That's happens? That's the one in Florida with the alligator. It's alligator. in the hurricane, yeah. and the alligator's like trying to, trying to get him. Trying to get you. <laughs> I think uh, I think those are my two favorite uh, hurricane-related things. Um, I mean, surely there's a hurricane in the day and that after one's tomorrow. In Florida, so it even makes oh, more yeah. sense. Oh yeah, it's close to home, literally. A young woman, while attempting to save her father during a Category Five hurricane, finds herself trapped in a flooded house and must fight for her life against alligators. <laughs> this one's available on YouTube for free. <laughs> So, I don't know. Uh, Do they really just release the movie on free for free on YouTube? Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. And the okay, hold on. I know this is bad. Whatever. This, this won this, awards. Know, what award this did was it nominated? Win? Best horror film nominee HCA awards. Best stunt coordination. Best wide release movie. Chainsaw awards. Best horror movie, IGN Chainsaw Award, Awards. nominated. It didn't win any of these, but it was nominated. Well, that was nice of them. So the top comment on the YouTube video says, "As someone who lives in Florida, this is a real possibility that something oh like this could actually God. happen." It has 665 likes and 79 replies. Mm. Oh boy! Free on YouTube. That's why the country says Florida man stories and makes fun of us. Because of comments like that. This could happen, y'all. You all don't understand. Y'all don't get it. Y'all haven't been down here. Y'all don't know. This could happen to me tomorrow. Alligators living everywhere. (laughs) Ready to get you. At any turn, a hurricane just stirs them up. (laughs) (laughs) I got hurricane fever, was what those alligators say. (laughs) Makes me want to snip people. (laughs) Um... There's far more tornado movies, really. Oh, I mean, it's definitely more cinematic. Like two hurricane movies I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah, I mean, um, so throughout the duration, if you really think about it, the um, the Curious Case of Benjamin Button is technically a hurricane movie because when um, Kate Blanchett is reflecting on the life she led. She was in the hospital in New Orleans as Hurricane Katrina was approaching the whole time. So that's a hurricane movie. Yeah. You see. And what is that? Underpass? Underpass. That about Katrina. Why was it called Underpass? Apple TV. I don't think it's Underpass. It's like Freeway. Maybe it was Freeway. That's like if it's a tornado, you get under the in the Underpass. Is that right? to do it's not freeway 
Is it? Yeah. Was that? Seems like a good place. I know that's what Superman did, right? Yeah, where he abandoned his father. <laughs> father said, "No." Then he Shaw. just, yeah, shot. That's literally what happened. And he, was, and he stood completely still as the tornado enveloped him. It's not yeah. freeway. It's something like that. <laughs> What's another word for an interstate? It's not freeway. Highway? I don't know. Look, I mean, was I it? Remember. So was it like a documentary, or was it legitimately like a hurricane no, Katrina it's a drama? Movie? It had a. Oh, What's her name? Um, five Days at Memorial. Five Days at Memorial. Yep. That's what it is. So Nothing to do with a it's freeway. It's based on true story. Um, let me see. Who's in it? Um, that's not right. Um, yeah. Based on actual events and adapted from the book by Pulitzer Prize winning journalist Sherry Fink, Five Days at Memorial chronicles the impact of Hurricane Katrina and its aftermath on a local hospital, when the floodwaters rose, power failed, and heat soared. Exhausted caregivers at New Orleans Hospital were forced to make decisions that would follow them for years to come. So that was last year. This time, August 12th, it came out. Dang! I wonder if there was a tie-in with the lady from Benjamin Button. She Was she in that hospital that whole time, thinking about the events of Benjamin Button? That would make Button? sense, except this was based on true events. I mean, we don't know about I, I'm that pretty woman. certain that... Uh, Brad Pitt's not aging backwards. Hmm. Can say that with a lot of confidence. I mean, I didn't think it was Brad Pitt, but maybe he was to represent the real yeah, life person Brad who was Pitt. born old. It was actually him. I mean, a lot of people say Morgan Freeman was born old. Yeah, it feels like it. Yeah. He's done and, it uh, well, though. And Bob Barker, also RIP. Because it's like you look back at that clip yeah, from. Yeah, just Happy lost him. 99. Just lost him. Yeah. He was a real talent. Oh yeah, man. he had a way of uh, presenting like like no other TV host, man. A big old white smile. Real legend. Um, is the day after tomorrow? Is there a hurricane in that movie? Hmm. Huh? Surely, there... right? There was like everything. Everything so happened. Hurricane or tornado? Well, a lot of stuff happened in the day after tomorrow says, trapped in the crosshairs of a sudden international storm. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Lunges the planet into a new ice age. I don't even feel like that was a hurricane. It was just like something just of a whole different caliber. Right. It was the perfect storm. Cane. Was the perfect storm a hurricane with George Clooney? Oh, yeah. It was, it was? three hurricanes, right? What? And they smooshed together? Three cat fives coming into one spot. It's the perfect storm. Oh my God. Ridiculous. Yeah. Is that our, is, do they add up? Is it like a hurricane, a category 15 no. at that point? An unusually intense storm pattern catches some commercial fishermen unaware and puts them in mortal danger. Yeah, I'd say so. All right. It's a hurricane movie. <laughs> in the fall of 1991, the Andrea Gale left Gloucester mass and headed for the fishing grounds of the North Atlantic. Two weeks later, an event took place that had never occurred in recorded history. Dang. <laughs> so, all right, here, here we go, Luke. I have, I, I just looked up, oh, I looked up the top hurricane movies. Right. Um, 
there's a few lists here. There's a few things going on. I they're not true though. Like Geostorm is not a hurricane movie. I don't think, right? It's a Geostorm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I never saw it. I heard it was terrible, so I didn't see it. Oh, into the storm. But that's tornadoes. Right? The number one ranked one. I nailed it, Jordan. Crawl. <laughs> I nailed it. Adrift is one I forgot about. That's a good one. I mean, oh I haven't God. seen it, but it's definitely about a hurricane. Is Adrift about Jane a hurricane? Woodley. She's on the, the, the sailboat. Oh, was there a hurricane? a hurricane? I thought they just got stuck. I think he dies, right? And then she's stuck by herself. Oh, God. I don't know. I hope not. I hope not. Hope I hope she's okay. I hope she's all right. She's still out there. Superstorm. Hours. Hours is the one with Paul Walker. During the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina, Paul Walker portrayed a father what? who must assist his daughter and survive. <gasps> In the hospital, Walker Nolan Hayes tries to keep his newborn daughter alive after all the medical staff and patients have been evacuated. Because Nolan's daughter is unable to breathe on her own, the film depicts two days in Nolan's life during which he utilizes a generator to assist his daughter in breathing. Jeez. Wow. That sounds really intense. It's called Hours? Oh, yeah, there he is. He's standing knee-deep in that poster there. I might check out Crawl. I'm not going to lie. I might check that out. I think you should. I think I should. Report back. I think you should be watching that when the power goes out. Yeah, and then as the alligators fill our alligators home. like about to swallow her whole the power flicks off on your house ah! <laughs> that would make it <laughs> day after tomorrow's on this list there's a movie apparently called category six <laughs> oh, geez. of course there is there's one called category seven is that the sequel to category six it's called category <laughs> seven the end of the world oh my gosh jeez <laughs> Man, there were so much, so many of these in, like, the advent of... What? How's Invasion, a hurricane movie? They're hiding in the hurricane. The eye of the storm is... <laughs> that's where the UFO is. I don't is. remember any hurricanes in there. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, in the I aftermath the of Twister... Best ones, I think the best one's The Perfect Storm. That would be my number one of the be. ones we've listed. Just because there's actually good actors. George Clooney's in that movie, which probably most people remember. But Mark Wahlberg, some people may forget. John C. Riley is one of the fishermen. And Diana Lane. John is in that C. Riley was in that. Yeah. Oh my God, it's been a long time since I've seen A Perfect Storm. Yeah, me too. Should Wolf we watch Gang it Peterson live? Was the one who directed it. And he directed Troy, Bicentennial Man. Air Force One, some other stuff I don't know, but yeah. Um, and then, yeah. It's movies on Hulu. It, <laughs> I think that's the best one, right? I think so. We've settled it. We've settled it. There's a 1979 movie called Hurricane. That's pretty straight to the point. Yep. Is there a it hurricane in the movie? Terrible reviews. Got 33 on Rotten Tomatoes. It's about the Miami Hurricanes. <laughs> Not even a hurricane involved. Oh my God! You know, I think we did a really good job, though. 
really rain with Christian Slater and Morgan Freeman. But oh my God. That's more about rain. I'm sorry. We did a good job. We yeah. did a good job committing to this, I think. Oh, yeah. The, the fact that we're making it to an out the hour mark on this podcast makes me uh, pretty satisfied to call this an actual episode. <laughs> I think so. we made a definitive list here. I mean, there's really there's nothing else to, to say about it. I mean, one day someone is going to come a call in to be like, oh, my God, I need to know what the best hurricane movies are. And they'll the hurricane come. coming. I need to watch something about it. Right. I need to look up. There only there was a podcast that dedicates an episode. Yeah. Well, maybe they're going through a hurricane. Third of the episode. Right. At least the last third of it. We definitely talked a lot more about whatever else we talked about this episode. (laughs) I don't know. A drift might be good. I haven't seen that, so that that could be a good one. It's got some some decent actors in it. It's one of those movies that I just like. I found for a dollar, so I like own it, but I haven't popped it into. Oh. So there's a movie that actually does have good reviews called After Maria from 2019. And it's a short documentary film centering upon the horrors inflicted by Hurricane Marina, Maria and its countless victims. After so that be a good movie. After Marina. Maria. After Hurricane Maria. Oh, yeah. So I think okay. that was the one that hit, hit New York. Okay. All right. So it's like, it's about the, yeah. It says, uh, countless victims who struggle to find a sense of normalcy in their lives after their homes are destroyed following the unfortunate incident. The victims naturally left Puerto Rico beyond. Oh, it's Puerto Rico. Okay. Oh, that's right. I remember this. shelter in FEMA hotels in the Bronx. That's weird. Seems like a long ways from Puerto Rico, but okay. (laughs) Come to Florida. Get room, right? <laughs> what are we talking about later? Are we going to talk about? Um, at some point, I need we need to do our uh, equalizer a thon. Yeah, because I hear the uh, hear good things about this third one. It was like a sale I saw that Regal was saying the equalizer. They were selling movie tickets for a discount. Oh, like an equalizer three sale. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, what, what, what? Time to jump, Luke. It's time to jump. Let's do it. Let's, we need to buy our tickets so I can have my uh, deadline as far as when I need to watch the yeah. first two. It can be rushed. Fire under the butt. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Put that fire under my booty. Um, yeah, find out more about that sale and let me know. But either way, we got a few things coming. I mean, we got Starfield coming up next week, oh, right? Man. Isn't that crazy? Oh, yeah. So excited. This has only been... Decades coming. <laughs> Your whole life. Well, it has for them. They've been working on a really long time. Right. Games have been in the works for a long, long time. I think Fallout 4, which was 2014. I don't know. <laughs> Something like right. that. That was, that was a while ago. So, holy crap, yeah. yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. I can't wait. I've already got it pre-downloaded. It's on my Same. hard drive. Same. Just wait to be in my brain. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll probably be talking about that a little bit next week. I maybe not because I think it does come out like the day after we generally record. So we'll see. We'll see. Whatever happens, happens. But we'll definitely be talking about it soon. Luke, it's been a pleasure. If you need any, um, if you need me to come over and like 
grab your hand so you don't get stuck up, stuck tucked up into the storm. <laughs> let me know. Yeah, that's what I need. Yeah, that's how it'll or be arranged. This hand is too cold. I need someone to hold it. No, I mean like when you're right at the moment, you're about to get sucked up, and I'm like, Aah! oh, the, the suck, the suck monster we were talking yeah, when about. The suck when the sucker so, comes. Let me lay it out for everyone. Oh God, no! <laughs> we'll get the E. No. The NSA, they're going to get us. <laughs> right. Be careful out there, hurricane people. Yep. yep. <laughs> Don't get sucked away. Yeah. See you guys. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>